hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Man Up Already podcast, and you know the drill. Super excited to be here with you and to have this time with you guys. Man, I can't believe we are wrapping up 2021. You know, it uh, it just feels like it went so fast. And uh, if you go out there on social, I'll talk about that in a little while. I did a ride along on that and uh, the the importance of moments and um, recognizing the time that we're in, not necessarily the time that has gone by, but uh, we are wrapping up uh, a year, which is absolutely incredible. So, hey, welcome uh, to the podcast. I want to remind you out there on Amazon uh, is the book that started this whole thing, Man Up Already. You can get that on Amazon. You can also get it through me. Happy to send that to you. I'll talk about that and ways to do that. Um, uh, for, for those of you out on social, you can uh, find us. You know, we've really kind of um, cut down our social media. I know I've gone back and forth on this, but um, made a decision a couple of months ago to, to get out of using Facebook-owned technology. Um, so we, <clears throat> we got off that. So we're on LinkedIn at John C. Puritz, and we're on Telegram you can find us there at John Puritz, all one word, lowercase, at John Puritz. We're on Telegram. Um, the website, we have a new website up. It's www.puritz, P-U-R-I-T-Z, and associates, all one word, and is spelled out, puritzandassociates.com. So you can find us out there on those platforms to communicate if you want the book. Uh, just shoot an email to me, um, you know, to John Pierce at Gmail, easy to do. But I want to give you uh, a really great financial tip, something that's come our way um, recently that's just some really cool new tech. Uh, and it revolves around something called your fin. So I would ask all of you listeners, do you know your fin? Now you may be going, what the heck, John, <laughs> is my fin? Uh, and we're here in Florida. So like, there's all the fin fans, right? That's the dolphin fans, but we're not talking about that. What's your fin? Your fin, F-I-N, is your financial independence number. And it is, guys, the most important number in your financial life. Um, and if you don't know what that is, you, do, you really need to know and, and understand what that is. Now, like I shared, we have an amazing tool uh, technology-wise that will help you figure that out. And it offers strategies to achieve that. So shoot me an email at johnpuritz at gmail.com or text 561-767-9440. That's 561-767-9440. And put in the, in the title of the email or the body of the text or email, put send F-I-N, send FIN, and we will send you a link to that right away. I promise you, you will not be disappointed with that. So just ways to get in touch with us, email, social, Telegram. Uh, and if you're not on Telegram right now, uh, uh, hopefully it won't get bought by Facebook. One of my good friends and clients had said, you know, Telegram safe until Facebook buys it. But right now um, it's not a Facebook owned company and it's, um, it is encrypted. So it's good stuff. Um, but today's episode is titled, If It Is To Be, It's Up To Me. And um, I thought this was a really, really great way for us to end um, the, the year. Now, I, I, I believe I'll have a podcast episode, another episode before the year ends, but this is just one with me with you. We're going to have a guest uh, before the year ends, which will be a really freaking powerful conversation. 
Um, but this episode is, if it is to be, it's up to me. And that is a saying that I've heard personally for, for about 18 years now. Um, and I thought with 2022 being right around the corner, you know, normally we'll, normally we'll talk about goals. We'll talk about goal setting strategies to do that. And there are episodes that I put on here that that's focus on that. I certainly talked about it on the ride along. And if you don't know what the ride along is, that is something that I do kind of weekly that I post on LinkedIn um, and I post it on our Telegram group of um, I go out and I ride a bike and I just talk for, you know, eight to 10 minutes on some things that I think are relevant and important. It's kind of an extension to the podcast. It's also something that we've tried to do on Clubhouse. Still haven't figured that out yet, but you can find me on Clubhouse as well. If you're on there, please um, link up uh, or follow me on there as well. But with you know, the, the new year right around the corner, I wanted to get today way more basic, okay? If it is to be, it's up to me. So change only happens when we really, really want change to happen. Let me say that again. Change will only happen when we really, really want change to happen. I, I, I know that, you know, that's not some earth shattering thing, but it's just shocking how many people don't change. Okay. A good buddy of mine, I've had him on as a guest here on the podcast. He's also a coach of mine. Dr. Dave White said to me one time, people have the life they most want. So really stop for a minute because how often do we look at other people, friends, family, et cetera, and we go, why do they do that? How can they live that? Why are they experiencing what they're experiencing? And the bottom line is, is that people have the life that they want. Why do they want that? Because change only happens when we really, really want change to happen. And most people would rather sit, sulk, right? Be sorry, bitch and moan, than really get out there and do the work. We'll talk about that on here in a little bit. But what happens is, is that most people, right? They're going to wait around for someone to create the change. And that literally is happening in our country right now. And people are like, like, like you know, um, look, I'm not going to get political. I'm not going to share my political views. Okay. But, but, you know, there's the rally cry as an example of make America, make whatever great again. And that's not, there's nothing wrong with motivation. We're going to talk about motivation in a minute, but that is a motivation statement, right? Let's motivate people to make change. Let's motivate people to, to get after it. But the bottom line is this, okay? Change only happens when we really, really want to change. And what's happening in our country right now is people don't want to change. We want to blame, okay? And again, right, I, I can tell you right now, our present government, right, for sure is not going to create change. Actually, I shouldn't say that. They're creating change. It's just not positive. When you have inflation the way we do, when we have um, things going on, we've taken a step back in just quality of life at the moment. So change has happened. It just hasn't happened positively. If we sit around and wait for some other entity to turn it positive, we're in for, we're in for a rude awakening. So as an example right now, right? If, if things cost more, if economically we're not moving in the right direction, well, what, what are you going to do about it? And I don't mean that you go change the policy, but you certainly can change the way you make money. 
you can change right the amount of money that comes into your home so even though cost of goods go up the effect on our life is minimal why because we control how money comes in and i can say that to you because gosh 18 years ago we didn't that's one of the reasons why we made the change that we did and got into business is because as a public school teacher there was no control there was, there was zero control. And, and I share this topic because I'm so passionate about it. See, I used to be the type of person that because my income was derived by somebody else, right? I traded hours, I traded time for money. So as a public school teacher, I had to show up at this time and do the work, et cetera, et cetera. And every Friday I collected a check, but somebody dictated my salary. Somebody dictated my benefits. Somebody dictated the time that I had to trade for those conditions, and so that was, I was bred that way. I had only ever worked that way. So I always thought that the world operated that way until we gave it all up, came here to Florida, went into business. And I heard the expression, if it is to be, it is up to me. And I personally love that concept that if costs of goods go up, I can freaking do something about how that affects me by changing how we make income, right? And our business, our financial business, is 100% focused on the only way we do well is if other people do well, which that is a hell of a concept um, and a way to live your life, that the only way you can take care of your family is by taking care of other families. So when we say we want to make more income, what we think about is, okay, well, how many more people can we help? Are we getting our message out there? Are we helping and serving more people? I love that concept because it's reap what you sow, which we've talked about on this podcast. So don't wait for the government to change things, right? If you want change to happen, you really, really have to want change to happen. That's that's the only way it does. If it is to be, it is up to me, right? So look, right? Say that out loud three times. If it is to be, it is up to me. If it is to be, it is up to me. One more time, do it with me. If it is to be, it is up to me. Look, one thing we've learned about the business that we've built over the years, um, and this was a shocking thing. I learned this this year, and it was a very sobering but very important lesson. When we looked at our business and our team of people that we were mentoring, coaching, working with week in, week out for years upon years upon years, okay, what we learned is that our team was based on motivation. So I want to talk about the difference between motivation and inspiration, okay, or motivation that is external and motivation that is internal, okay? And mo internal motivation is really inspiration, right? You're inspired, you're internally motivated to move, okay? So what we found is that our team was really built on external motivation. And over the last about nine months, we started to move from a motivational kind of showing up every week, trying to motivate people to content-rich um, meetings and trainings um, with the idea that let's equip the motivated. Okay. Let's work and, and, and equip those that are internally motivated, not relying on external motivation. And, and what we found is that most didn't have the internal motivation. They were relying on the external motivation. So right now, think about where you're at, how, in, in where you are in your life, are you waiting to be motivated externally 
Or are you doing the work and seeking it within to be motivated internally? Had a great conversation with a friend of mine the other day, and she was talking about the fact that she, she got inspired by a conversation and started to really think about what she wanted to do. And, and then that moment was like a light bulb. Like um, she sat down and said, okay, I can do this and I can do this and I can do this. And then she took that to her significant other and then they created a plan. That's what we're talking about, right? You never know when that internal motivation is going to happen. But if we're always relying for it or waiting for it to come externally, we're going to be sorely disappointed because external motivation doesn't last. Okay. When the external motivation is removed there, the internal is empty. And which is why it's, if it is to be, it is up to you. It's up to me, et cetera. Right. If it is to be, it is up to me. External motivation guys does not last internal motivation does. The sad fact is, is that only 10% to 20% of people have that internal motivation. It's just a fact, right? It's the 80-20 rule at its finest. If you don't know what that is, go look it up, the 80-20 rule. Very important. But only 10 to 20% of people have the internal motivation, and those are the people that get shit done. 80% of people are sitting down, you know, waiting for something to happen, waiting for right the government to change, waiting for my spouse to change, waiting for my kids to change, waiting, waiting, waiting for something externally to change when they don't realize that if it is to be, it is simply up to me. Let me give you an example of what internal motivation looks like. So I've shared this. Actually, the podcast was really born out of in 2019. I took on Andy Frisella's challenge called 75 Hard. You can go look that up, Andy Frisella, 75 Hard. And I was at a place where I knew that I needed something externally to ignite me internally. And that's an important concept. Sometimes we don't have that internal motivation. So we've got to grab something outside and internalize it. And he had a program that was this. It was a fitness challenge for 75 days. And it was complete five tasks every single day for 75 days. Those five tasks are drink a gallon of water, read um, a self-developed 10 pages of personal development book, read 10 pages of personal development, complete a workout um, uh, every day, twice a day. Each workout is 45 minutes. One of those workouts has to be outside. Stick to a diet plan a healthy diet plan and take a selfie every day to track your progress. Those five things every single day for 75 days. And I just looked at one of the, what Andy had said in this podcast on it is that only 1% of people complete that. And I said, well, fuck you, Andy. I'm one of those. I'm, I'm the 1%. So my external motivation was I knew internally I was that 1%. I just wanted to prove it. I needed something to, to just drive me. But internally, I knew that it was there. Key concept. Okay, so I grabbed that program, took it on, and it was not easy. There was a day in the 50 days that I was stuck in, in airports all day. Thank God for my wife, TJ, who gave me ideas on how to complete it. I have actually a picture taken in the bathroom of Houston in Houston Airport. Uh, in, to take my selfie to complete the task that day. It was crazy, um, but we got it done. That's internal motivation, 
right? Like you're just not going to fucking quit. You're not going to, you're not going to let it end. Here's an even bigger example of that. My buddy, AJ, who's going to be a guest on our podcast very shortly, AJ decided, now I had done 75 hard in 2019. He was there. He watched me do it. But this year he said, you know what? I'm going to be 40 at the end of this year. I got to get my shit together. And he um, decided to take on 75 hard. And I got to be honest, in the beginning, when he said he was going to do it, I'm like, all right, let, let's see what you do. I knew he could, and I supported him, but I wanted to see if he was really, really going to get after this thing. And uh, man, what an incredible example. So what I did say to him, and again, this is all these concepts that I talk about on the podcast, because he's in my posse and I'm in his, The Power of Your Posse, it's a whole chapter in the Man Up Already book. I said to him, check in with me every day, right? I wanted to help him be accountable. I knew how important that was. I wanted to be there for him, having already done that program. So somewhere around day 25, day 28, AJ calls me up and he goes, I fucked up. And um, he didn't say that. That's just me with my potty mouth. He said, I forgot to take the selfie and um, I got to start all over and I don't know if I can. And I, I, you know, here's the thing. I did not try to motivate him. I knew if he was going to do this, he had to have the internal motivation to do it. And what I said to him, I said, I said, well, this is where most people quit. You get to decide whether or not you're going to do 75 hard or, and, and quit it, or you're going to do a hundred hard because he would have to start over 25 days in. And um, he said, F it, I'm going to do it. And the next morning he started over and um, he's got 12 days left, right? I think, yeah, he's got about, uh, I'll tell you right now, he's got uh, eight days. As of this recording, he's got eight days left. He's already completed basically 75 hard, but because he had to start over, He's got eight days left and he did that. And I said to him, knowing that you had to start over and you're going to complete this separates you more from people. And that experience, that self-motivation of completing that will last him for the rest of his life. And that, right, if it's to be, it's up to me. If change is going to happen, we really, really have to want change to happen. That's just the way it is. So a great question for you today is what the F do you want in 2022? What do you want? Because if it's going to happen, it's up to you. So sit down and write that shit down, right? Write it down. Most people, they won't do this, guys. Okay, they're not going to do it. So if you are that rare individual that does, and you listen to this show, so you are, then you're already going to be ahead of most people because most people are going to wait till January 1st and they're going to make resolutions. And resolutions are total bullshit. What do you really, really internally want? I know I've spoken a lot about that on here, but it's just that important. Look, let me give you a great concept again in the book. Right. So I'm just talking about things that I talk about constantly because they need to be reiterated. Here's where people fail. Most people believe that if they have this external, then they can do this and then they will be this. 
What do I mean by that? Well, you know, if I had more money, then I could do da 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 da, and then I would be happy, be successful, be fulfilled, whatever. You know, if I had more time, then I could complete these tasks, and then I would be productive. Doesn't work that way. Flip it. If you just be, then do, you will have. If you be the person you want, if you want to be happy, then be a freaking happy person. If you want to be successful, then be a successful person. What does that mean? It's internal, right? You become first that which you want, then you do the things that that type of person does, and then you have what those type of people have. If you want to have a freaking great marriage or a great relationship, be the kind of person that does. What does a great relationship look like? Well, then be that person and then do those things and you will have that result. That's how it works. For the world to change, you need to change. I need to change. We need to change. If it is to be, it is up to me. It is up to you. It is up to everybody else, okay? So rebuke this current victim, stagnant, unmotivated, freaking culture we have today of people that are so quick to blame others instead of looking deep within themselves and doing the work. Let me tell you another uh, story that I'm really proud of. I'm proud of our daughter, Sophia. So Sophia was in a place, you know, she graduated college last year. And unfortunately, you know, that generation, the 20, young 20-somethings, they got jacked up with COVID and she was a theater major. And that, you know, that entire industry kind of got knocked on its ass with COVID. So she came out of college. She didn't know what she was doing and what she was going to do. And it really affected her mentally. Um, and she was not in a happy place. And um, so we were out one day and I found this really cool life coaching book and it had all these exercises. And I knew as her father, right, she needed a, a different voice, kind of like I am for you on here. She needed an external non-parent voice to help her. And, and somebody had written a book that, I, that looked really great. I said, well, here's a great start. And so I said, just promise me you'll take on the book. And I walked into her room last week and on her, above her dresser, she had a sheet of paper. It was one of the exercises. And it was basically things that I believe that are not true and, and ways to reframe it. It was something like that. And it was like 10 of them. And it was so freaking awesome, like, or lies that I tell myself and what the truth really is, something like that. And I just looked at her and I got very emotional. And I said, I'm so proud of you. She said, why? I said, because that's the work right there. That's the work that most people don't want to do. And you're doing it. I was just so proud of her as a person to take on that work. And I encourage you to take on that work as well. Look, Here's a fundamental truth if you don't know this. God created you for greatness. He created you for greatness. Now, right, I, I make no uh, apologies for my faith. I believe in a creator. I believe in one God, right? I believe that Jesus Christ is my savior. That's my belief, okay? I'm not putting that on you. I'm not telling you what you should believe, but I do know that you were created for greatness. You're not an accident. There never has been, nor there will there ever be one of you Again, but what's happening is we're watching a world try to remove God from culture and the conversation. And the facts are that when you do that, people are easily controlled because, right, when you believe that there is a creator, there's bigger. Okay, when 
um, when you remove that bigger, nature can't have a vacuum. I know you've heard that before, right? But when we remove something bigger, we naturally, as people look for something else to fill that space, okay? And if that thing that fills our space is government or ourselves or other human beings, we are set up to fail because it's just proof. Look at the history. Look at how we are when left to our own devices, okay? That's, we can't remove um, God from our culture. And you've got to, like, it's just understand that, right? A creator created you for greatness. And if we're created by a creator, therefore we get to create, right? But change and creation will only happen when we really, really want it to happen. So if it's to be, it is up to me. Look, the more you do to grow, two things happen. Number one, the more self-confidence you build. And two, the closer you get to the source that created you. It's unavoidable. That's personal growth, right? So what do you do? You step, process the action, and then step again. Step, process the result, step again. Process the result, right? You make the changes and process. I mean, you look at it, you make some changes, step again. Step, process, make the changes, or let's call it adjust. I step, I process the step, I adjust my actions, and I step again. That's how you change. Our prayer, right, for you this holiday season is that you, no pun intended, man up already, for gosh sakes, and realize that if it is to be, it is up to you. You have to do it. But you get to make 2022 the year you do so right? When you take these things on. Okay. So I think I beat up that point enough. Look, reach out to me out there. I'm totally accessible. Love to chat about this stuff. I have resources galore, right? The podcast is designed to get you think, but engage, right? I can share resources with you if you'd like. Um, and, and they're there to help. Okay. So for, uh, for all our listeners, we're in Hanukkah right now. So happy Hanukkah. Our family celebrates that. And then we also celebrate Christmas. That'll be here soon. So have an incredible month of December holiday season. Uh, we will put out another podcast episode um, before the year ends, but I just wanted to share some things with you guys. Now's the time, right? If it's to be, it's up to me. Do the work. And I promise you 2022 will be radically different for you. Hey, God bless to you guys. Thanks for listening. And we'll talk soon. Take care. 